January 7th, 1797. The modern Italian flag is first flown. Also, the modern Italian flag, which is just a bunch of tracksuits. Welcome to The Revisionists. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And we have such a fantastic guest for you tonight. Uh, one of Denver's best comics to watch. One of the Pussy Bros, the host of We Still Like You. Please welcome the wonderful, wonderful Rachel Weeks to the Hi, show. Hi, everybody. Hey, thank you yeah. for being here. Of course, I'm excited to do it. Zach? Uh, wanna... If you are a new listener to this show, uh, which is conceivably possible... Um, <laughs> in, all, in all possible universes. Yeah, there's at least four or five. I think on Earth 616, yep. this is a very popular podcast on that planet, I hear. Um, uh, what we do here is we talk about uh, an event or a person from history... Uh, one of the people on the show uh, gives the real account of that person and or event. Another person comes up with a banana batshit balls <laughs> alternate story. Uh, and at the end... I like how of all those words, story was the one you forgot uh-huh. <laughs> or had a hard time well, I say banana batshit and balls regularly. <laughs> so, um, And at the end, the third person... Uh, judges on which becomes the true history going forward just a quick recap of our last episode we did the stroganov family mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken and yep, that was it the alternate history one in which the stroganov family basically uh, yeah <laughs> manufactured russian stereotypes if i remember yeah basically correctly. that's that yeah. was the business they were in yeah so. they, they held properties that were increasingly smaller yes the uh, Russian then, nesting dolls track suits the last one died and accidentally made beef stroganoff in the process thank you matt kobos for that yes <laughs> um but this week we're talking about uh sophia hang on i just said it correctly uh sophia alexeyevna so rachel you'll be doing the true history i will and i'll be doing the alternate so if we're all ready yeah Cool, take it away. Uh, Sofia Alexeyevna, a Russian badass slash queen regent kind of thing. Although it's czar regent, queen regent is Cersei. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and like other people. And like, I sure, that I don't think she's the only example of what a regent is. Uh, <laughs> so Sofia was the, uh, she was the daughter of Tsar Alexei or Alexis. I don't know. They're Russian. They've got 85 different versions of their name. Yeah. Sophia could be spelled with a PH, with an F, with a Y. Uh, I have to give it to modern famous Russian Vladimir Putin for keeping that name nice and clean. Yeah. I can't give him a lot of credit for a lot of stuff, but Vladimir Putin, that's an easy name to remember. Well, you know his middle name, right? Do not. It's Vladimirovich. Yes. Oh, nice. His name is Vladimir Vladimirovich Putin. Yeah. That's incredible. (laughs) The Russians are the best. I mean, (laughs) maybe even Russians. growing on me, clearly, (laughs) which is fortunate for for us. I feel like at some point, even Russians got sick of Russian names, and they were like, what Mm -hmm. is with this shit? I can't keep track. (laughs) Raskolnikov, what is this? (laughs) That's such a a coincidence. My middle name is Rachel Inovich as well. Uh, (laughs) keep it you know i've got a mystery russian background um <laughs> it's so much mystery yeah. <laughs> still kept the russian name yeah yeah classic, i don't tell anybody classic russian, you're hiding in plain sight classic russian surname weeks yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> we cut off a whole bunch of syllables uh, when we came ellis over here. island <laughs> at ellis island yeah i'm so sorry <laughs> 
but Sophia is really rad. She uh, she was the daughter of of Zara Alexi, and uh, she was like not even the first daughter. She was the fourth daughter, uh, or like the yeah fourth daughter, sixth kid. Ooh. But she was like the cool one. It sounds like uh, if I know orders of secession correctly, it sounds like we're gonna get some daughter murder or death. <laughs> I don't know. One not of the two. Surprisingly, not much murder in her story. Oh, that's a I was new one for Russian history. Baffled. Uh, I mean, there's by the still la- murder. There's still a little murder. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, she just, uh, a, just a hit, <laughs> a hint of murder, a dash of murder. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like I was, I was reading about how um, I think in the Russia, daughters. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I think in Russia, the classic introductory line is how many of your siblings were murdered? <laughs> it's just standard like boilerplate getting to know you small talk. She had all these like sickly brothers. Like all of her brothers were on the verge of death. Mm. She had like uh, her two, the two brothers in this story are uh, Ivan and Fyodor, mm. which is Theodore with a lisp. Uh, no, it's Fyodor. <laughs> uh, but both of them were like really sickly and Ivan was blind and they kept calling him half wit and... <laughs> I didn't really know what that meant, but he died at 14, so he couldn't have been great. No, he was. Uh, no, he died. Yeah. Hear that, Anne Frank? You've been called out. <laughs> Actually, that's not even Sad. true. Theodore was the one who died really young, and that was like 20 or something. But Theodore Every was supposed to be s- be smart. But no, they weren't even murdered. They were just like sick and dumb and then died. Uh, Those bones weren't so lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like... (laughs) Sorry, that's your review for the lovely bones on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just saying, she only made it to whatever, 14. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But like the equivalent of Russian princesses, I forget what they call it. They're like Tsarevnas Mm -hmm. or something like Mm -hmm. that. They were usually kept like pretty secluded, like they couldn't marry European royalty because their religions didn't match up, and they couldn't couldn't marry Russian princes because they were like lower in nobility. So mm-hmm. basically, what they did with these like Russian princesses was lock them in a room mm-hmm. until they died. And if oh. they came out of the room, they like surrounded them by like a sheet of red silk, and mm. were like, "No one can see or hear you," <laughs> which is like Ooh. very weird. It's but, like a child. Uh, it's both both part. The first part is like what is very now popular, an escape room. Although there is no, <laughs> no solution to this escape room. And yeah, the second part, most prisons, you realize, yeah, it's yeah. like a child's game. It was just like a really plush uh, prison. Basically, I, d- I do is like where they kept all of them. I do like the idea of re-establishing prisons like if you went to prison instead of saying you went to prison you were just like yeah I went to an escape room for seven years <laughs> I was just really bad at it <laughs> yeah if you put that on your resume no one can say boo about it <laughs> check this box if you spent five years or more in an escape room but Sophia Sophia was like she was really different she was like a smart kind of ambitious girl and she was she would try and keep up with like her brother Alexis and then her brother Theodore and Alexis was eventually like, uh, Sophia is pretty smart. She can hang out with the boys. Uh, and there's some quote, <laughs> yeah, her teacher who, her teachers who were like all monks said she had an accomplished masculine mind, yeah. which is pretty bullshit. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty bullshit. But she was like a really smart kid. So by the time she turned 10, 
her dad was like okay you can learn about stuff i guess uh you can come out of your room i suppose you come out from uh, behind the curtain we've yeah your little them. red silk curtain <laughs> that we've been keeping our nine-year-old girl behind <laughs> so she yeah she got to have lessons with theodore and um and her half-brother peter Oh, uh, no, no. Ivan was really stupid and sickly and blind, so he didn't get taught. And their half brother, <laughs> her half brother, Peter, who was like super well, but uh, was from his her father's second wife, didn't mm-hmm. get educated at all. So they were kind of dummies, but they were mm-hmm. boys, so they got to go outside. I, uh, I would say I would blame like 17th century Russia, but that's still like everywhere up until <laughs> some places even now. So. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Specifically, call them out. Just a depressing reminder of the world we live in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Five hundred years later. Uh, oh yeah, and then so her dad died, and then uh, Theodore got to the throne. He was like sickly number one, but he was a smart kid. Died at twenty. Bummer. Uh, <laughs> that's, he, that's his epitaph. Yeah. <laughs> Weak. He basically he was like real, and they don't describe what they have. They just called him like. He was very frail. Like, he was a delicate boy. Um, (laughs) So, um, basically, there was a huge lobbying thing from uh, her father's second wife's family. They were the Narishkinas to get Peter. (laughs) I looked around as if one of them was standing standing behind you. Is that how you pronounce it? (laughs) Peter, where are you? I offend you. (laughs) But so Ivan was like an idiot and blind and they were like, oh, he's worthless. So they uh, lobbied to get Peter the, the throne in, out of order, the order of secession. And uh, Sophia was like, uh, that's not cool. And she basically broke all tradition and she marched behind her dead brother, Theodore's hearse mm-hmm. and was like screaming about injustices. She accused the Narishkina family of poisoning and killing her brother. Uh, I have a quote from it's like her. an early progressive Westboro Baptist church. <laughs> basically. I mean, she just like lied in front of a whole bunch of people. Uh, like she caused a riot in the Strelsis. The Streltsy. <laughs> my Russian is like my Russian but heritage your faces has not. When you're pronouncing the Russian words are the best. I feel like you have to grimace <laughs> when you when you say Russian it's, words. It's like you're eating raw beef. The, the language Streltsy? was designed so that when you're speaking it, you must grimace. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so she yeah she started a riot in the Streltsy, which is like this. They're basically their household army, like their mm-hmm. personal guard. And they were like, uh, the Narishkina family is poisoning my brother. They're trying to cl- take the throne away from me. Uh, and she said, ah, here we are left alone with nobody to protect us. My brother Ivan's rights have been passed over most unjustly. And it should be known to all that wicked people hurried on my poor brother Theodore's death. Uh, so basically she was like, hey, uh, you can't skip my dumb blind brother. And... <laughs> Uh, it's a, I mean, it the sounds way like she phrased it is a much stronger argument. <laughs> it sounds like a really low rent, like Porky's esque B eighties comedy. <laughs> Porky's esque. I don't know, like one of those kind of. I think I feel like it's a sex romp, but it's also kind of Weekend at Bernie's ish. <laughs> how, how is it like that? She's holding him up, puppeting him around. No, he's not dumb and blind. 
It's like that Look reality show, My Dead Dad. My t- <laughs> Please. It's called Seven Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. <laughs> Fuck you, John Ritter. Sorry, John Ritter, I like you. You're great in that one episode of Buffy. <laughs> so, oh, so she started this riot in the army. Uh, she got all of the, the personal guard to basically murder a bunch of the Nourishka uh, that's the dash of murder. She mm. she killed a couple of significant members of the Narishkin family. Not she personally, but she like stoked the fire, you know? Uh, <laughs> she was like, hey guys, I have an idea. Uh, <laughs> she Lady Macbeth did. She, yeah, mm. totally. <laughs> uh, and then what she did, she was like, in order to keep the peace, uh, when she had caused the violence, uh, <laughs> she like struck up this deal where she was like, so what we can do is we can get Ivan to split the throne with Peter, who is 10 years old. Uh, he's a 10 year old boy. And she's like, well, uh, until Peter can rule, I will rule as the regent. And she did so for eight years. Um, pretty well. Like she, Oh, also, I totally skipped over this part, but it's the best. During the time that she was regent, she never got married. She never had kids, but she was fucking two people on her panel, uh, on her <laughs> on her cabinet, basically. She was uh, having sex with the Minister for Foreign Affairs and the Secretary of State. And <laughs> that's pretty, pretty baller. I will say this feels pretty like baller. with the political plotting and the long con game and the sex with the people who are serving <laughs> her, sex this is... Perhaps the most Game of Thrones esque story we've ever had on this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's real life Cersei. Yeah, they, Sophia, like super. Uh, except she's a little more diplomatic than Cersei, but uh, she's good. But she's great. Except for uh, Sophia was described as uh, stout and plain, uh, mm. which is not as. <laughs> I would, there was there's a particular photo of her uh, in an event that happens later on in the story. Uh, and I was reading an article on it, and the caption was "looking fierce!" Exclamation I saw point. that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, less than fierce. Yeah. <laughs> well, fierce, like scary yeah, for like sure. She's lived through a Russian lifetime, fierce. Yeah, like she would scare the shit out of me for yeah. sure, but not like Beyonce fierce. Right. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but people were furious because it was the first time that like a woman was in control of the Russian government because the region. I mean, she had all like ruling powers uh so a bunch of people sort of started this fun campaign as they do <laughs> against her as they would any woman in power and they were just like ah oh, she's a bad big fat scheming fatty and that's basically what they did thus inventing the internet they, yeah you know they just negged the shit out of her <laughs> they're like you big evil fatty you can't have control uh, but she actually was really good at her job. She was mm-hmm. like very politically savvy. She was very well educated. Uh, she imposed laws against like uh, fighting in the streets. Uh, she educated. They really missed out <laughs> on that one beforehand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why that was like totally cool. Uh, but she educated people about fire safety in cities, <laughs> which seems She's pretty Russian. cool. That's uh, why they call her <laughs> Sophia the Russian Smokey the Bear. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not far off in terms. Russia just everyone's fighting in the streets while the town burns around them again. <laughs> uh, like she worked, she worked uh, against political corruption. Uh, she signed an eternal peace treaty with Poland because you know how Russia is always fighting with Poland. <laughs> uh, uh, and then she 
like opened trade routes to China at the time and was like the first sort of Western influenced country uh, to open trade routes with China, which was cool. She also created a college that was Western influenced called the Slavonic Greek Latin Academy, which seems like she couldn't decide on a name and just hyphenated them all much like they did the czars. Well, now it's SGLU, I think. There you go. <laughs> go fighting <laughs> philosophers, barbarians, <laughs> Gestapo. No, that's uh, fighting, I guess kids. Yeah. What a terrible mascot. <laughs> <laughs> the fighting secret police. Oh, no. <laughs> Too real. Too real. The fighting bread lines. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just not in the streets. We're just beating each other mm-hmm. with giant. The fighting water. Use water. Puts out fires. Enemy of fire. How are you just discovering this? (laughs) (laughs) I've been holding. I've been holding this one under my hat for for when I take power. (laughs) It's like maybe don't keep your coal burning stoves on all night, please. (laughs) The fighting Siberian forced labor worker. But predictably, uh, it didn't work out because she's a female leader in 1680 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually, Peter did uh, come of age and had to take over. Uh, he also developed like this crazy paranoia that uh, Sophia was trying to murder him, uh, which she wasn't really, but she did want to like maintain power until she died. Mm-hmm. So um, what ended up happening was uh, Peter turned 17 and obviously he's ready to be king now. Uh, <laughs> when you're 17. You know what's up for mm-hmm. the Russia. Um, you know all about tundra politics. And <laughs> yeah. You dramatically punch a wall in front of your friends because a girl doesn't like you. <laughs> Except in this case the wall is turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Peter t- took a break from all of his uh, puberty to um, to lock her up uh, in in a, in a convent. <laughs> Was just like, well, my half sister's trying to stage a coup, oh. make her a nun. Um, Makes sense. Like a convent is also where you go to take a break from your puberty. Yeah. <laughs> well, he actually ran away to a monastery. He was afraid he was going to get murdered, so he like went to hang out with the with the monasts. What the hell is that? Why can't I think of monks. that word? Monks. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was monk, but then I was like, is it friar? No, that's Catholic. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Actually, yeah, in Russian Orthodox, I don't know what it is. It might. What be. it would be. Probably yeah. a monk. It's I feel secret like a monk police. Is right. I'm pretty sure it's just yeah. secret police. Oh, yeah. The religion, <laughs> the religion of Russia is just suppression. <laughs> yeah. Violent suppression. Actually, yeah. That's... Uh, <laughs> and potatoes, I think, are in there, too. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very, very close to Ireland, actually. Mm-hmm. Just different kind of... Slightly different kind of su- suppression. Sh- sure. Yeah, their yeah. alcohol is co- colored differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so she went to she went to this the nuns. She didn't take the veil for like a decade. And the people, like she had some followers still. And they tried to rise up uh, against her and put Sophia back in power. But they failed. Uh, and they didn't tell Sophia they were doing this. But they still murdered all the rebels and hung them from the convent mm-hmm. like they took a bunch of dead bodies and like hung them in her window yeah <laughs> uh which doesn't seem in the spirit of a convent <laughs> until you realize that is how the russians celebrate christmas <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but basically, all of her rebels, rebel friends got murdered, and she took the veil and died like a religious uh, lady alone. <laughs> yeah, she spent the last like six years of her mm. life in a solitary confinement. Yeah, like uh, the other nuns were only allowed to like see her face yeah. like, on Christmas and Easter. God. Classic Creaster. Come, come from that red curtain, go back to that red curtain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the red curtain. I mean, we didn't even mention that red curtain, of course, being a metaphor for Russia. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> hide him under a veil of communism. Uh, it was made of iron and Ronald Reagan's. Rachel, thank you. Of course. Yeah, it was a fun story to read about. Let me preface this by saying I wrote this alternate history while I was very sick and not quite in my right mind. So I'm going to try to read this as verbatim as possible because I think that'll be uh, funnier. Um, <laughs> so Sofia Alexeyevna was born the daughter of Tsar Alexei, brother of Ivan, uh, parentheses weak, uh, <laughs> and her half-brother Peter. And she was shielded from view by a curtain um, because Russians believed all young girls were telepaths mm-hmm. and covering the girls prevented them from using their mind powers oh. and consolidating their power. It's a That's classic a Magneto curtain. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> that might be coming up in a minute. Uh, <laughs> and also prevents them from discovering the secrets of getting drunk off potatoes. She was tutored by you know, Russian monks and... She developed a really powerful mind. By the way, all Russian men had interactions with women wearing magneto magneto helmets and yelling and covering <laughs> their ears. Um, the ar- I'm again reading this verbatim from my sick notes. Um, aristocracy uh, had magneto helmets. Uh, some shit ass Siberian goat herds had like dung and gold, which was not very valuable. Think lobsters. Don't know. I don't know what that means. Dung Basi- and gold, comma, yeah. think lobsters? Yeah, because I guess because lobsters full gold of poop wasn't and gold? valuable at the time. Like <laughs> lobsters used to be like trash fish, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I am only calling lobsters trash fish now. You eating that trash fish? Going down to red trash fish for some, <laughs> for some cheddar bay you know, biscuits. That's more accurate, <laughs> yeah, I think. <that's- laughs> um, but red s- trash fish just doesn't have the same selling potential, though, I have to say. Oh, <laughs> as red lobster? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, when you put trash in the name of a restaurant, generally it doesn't do as well. <laughs> I don't know. McDonald's is doing all right. Boom! <laughs> that was terrible. How did you... How long, were you terrible. how long were you teeing that one up? Just, About 0. 0.5 seconds okay. when it came into to my head. Fair, to be fair. <laughs> we are having this conversation in real time. <laughs> I just I just picture you driving over here like... Oh man, I hope someone mentions <laughs> something about trash trash restaurants. I'm sitting on gold. Um, so yeah, she had so much internal power with uh, a society that wouldn't let her direct it anywhere. Um, and then her father died uh, either of poison or of Russia. Um, mm-hmm. And Death by Russia. <laughs> that's how it works. Poison, dying by poison and dying by Russia are almost the same thing. Yeah, basically. Um... <laughs> Yeah, poison counts as natural causes in Russia, yeah, I think. Yeah, That's, well, we made it from berries. He wasn't supposed to eat them, but they were natural berries. I think we have literally counts as a natural true. cause in Russia. <laughs> we have literally discussed, I think, on our last episode of the one before, that every tombstone in Russia before about 1800 ends with poisoned? <laughs> yeah, Sophia definitely took advantage of that. It's like, he was poisoned. And they're like, everyone was poisoned. It's believable. Let's get <laughs> Um, we should stop having our crop farms next to our poison farms. 
the big poison was not in favor of that. Um, sorry, big poison is a poison cover band made up of people with gigantism. <laughs> sorry, that's the. I really, I wish that was I the felt dumbest bad thing about I've ever McDonald's said. Joke. Oh my I felt God. so bad about that's my McDonald's show. Can you tell that? <laughs> I will tweet that later. Um, and factions lined up between uh, Ivan and Peter, but Sophia and many others realized that that was really a choice between a wiener and a turd. Ivan was too feeble to rule and Peter was too young. So Sophia proposed a solution to the boyards who, of course, uh, made her wear a Frankenstein mask to protect them from her powerful mind beams. Mm, yes. Um, she proposed uh, to rule as Ivan's regent until oh, he... Uh, it, Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> No, Frank. Oh, Doctor Frankenstein mask. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sorry. Just to just to just to satisfy you, mm-hmm. a Doctor Frankenstein <laughs> mask. Great. That's a scarier great. mask. People That's don't just, think about it. I like how willing you are to accept that possibility. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so she proposed to rule as Ivan's regent until he dies, or Peter comes of age, whichever comes last. And so she takes power, signs the Treaty of Eternal Peace with Poland, uh, which. Also, there was a huge asterisk in that that no one noticed until the 1940s. Mm. She opened trade with China. She was responsive to the concerns of small towns. Uh, She established uh, legal rights for runaway serfs uh, in that they had the legal right to defend themselves, which is like the least you could possibly do. (laughs) But... (laughs) We're not going to help you, but you can help yourself. <laughs> it's probably not going to work out, but you have you the know, you have the right. Best the of sl- luck to you. The slogan of Russia is "Russia helps them who help themselves." <laughs> <laughs> the man who was her uh, minister of foreign affairs, Vasily Galitsyn, mm-hmm. uh, got a lot also of also fuck buddy. Yeah. Uh, well, wait. One of them. Uh, fuck buddy? Question mark. Poison. Um, <laughs> well, like from my research, he was he sort of just pestered her a lot and like sure. was telling everyone they were fuck buddies. Oh. And, and she was just like not he was ha- not fuck buddies. He was a fuck boy. Ah, yeah, <laughs> he was trying to be. Mm, he he it, he coined the phrase. Uh, Why don't girls ever like nice guys like me? Ah, like Twenty years uh, yeah, later, after he, wore, the fact. he invented the fedora. <laughs> <laughs> he invented would, the hot take. <laughs> back in Russia, nobody would have guessed fedora is actually a Russian. <laughs> back in it, Russia, they used to, instead of friend zoned, they used to say Siberian. Oh, <laughs> man, gulagged. Oh. <laughs> um, and but all this time, Peter's getting older, uh, but he's still sort of dissolute in his habits. He was supposed to go to meet with Sophia at the Moscow Gremlin, um, but he feigned. Did you say Gremlin, by I the did. way? <laughs> yeah, I've made very minor change in my alternative. A little Gremlin with a little mohawk goes to Seven White, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? <laughs> Wait, what? Have you not seen the movie Gremlins? No, I, I have seen Gremlins. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's just like I was taken aback by your suddenly high-pitched tone of voice. Um, it was a bit of a Hollywood handbook affectation. <laughs> um, so instead of meeting with her, Peter feigned illness and disappeared uh, for an afternoon in Chicago uh, for six months. Uh, Chicago having just been invented right. at the time. Um, he basically th- just went, <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> and then ran. Boo, you whore. Yeah. Um, and there with his girlfriend and best friend, they stole a Ferrari, uh, go to the Art Institute and interrupt a parade, also invent parades. Mm. Um, and Sophia was confronted every turn with people expressing their concern over Peter's health, uh, even painting like Save Peter 
on the Moscow uh, water tower uh, while she's doing all of the okay. work and Just waiting for yeah Charlie Sheen to show up in this story here. <laughs> oh, I, I don't think I did that. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, Sophia is doing all the work and running the empire while Peter is getting all the sympathy and all the attention because he's the male heir. Uh, he's also being pursued by uh, Principal Rooney. He returns while Sophia's still done all the work, but Peter's popularity is so overwhelming that the factions line up behind him and she is forced uh, into a convent where she is forced to wear the veil again, bringing the, the story I wrote when I was... Completely full of mucus, full circle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Um, I always like the stories that um, feature uh, women who manage to wrest control from an unfair system because they are worthy of highlighting and the degree of difficulty is far greater than equivalent mm-hmm. stories for male characters of a similar time or mm-hmm. even earlier. Here's the thing. I'm considering Brian's alternate on the condition that his use of the phrase Russian gremlin is accurate and that in the Kremlin, there is a gremlin <laughs> who advises people in various uh, pursuits <laughs> and ideologies who theoretically still exist to this day. Um, I, if there I, is a Russian gremlin in control of the Russian government, which yes. is in control of our government. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, which is in, Which will soon be run by an American which gremlin. Means, yeah. <laughs> the brainy gremlin How from Gremlins 2 gremlin. <laughs> has become the leader of the world. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, uh, if you are willing to say that, that is a canonical part of your history, I'll go with the alternate. I mean, I am willing to say that. It is in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Footnote. <laughs> Brainy Gremlin from Gremlins 2 now in control of world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I'm glad that one letter changed what it for me. Uh, well, uh, before we go, uh, we did recently launch our Patreon campaign, and we I want to say a big thank you to uh, Kevin Corpy for his generous, generous, uh, generous. There we go. It's generish. It's not great. Like, it could have been more. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your pledge. Uh, Different rewards are like voting on the outcome of shows, uh, suggesting topics, or at uh, the Jeff Tice Design t-shirt, which is very thankful for his work on that. Worth noting, yeah. You can theoretically now, uh, if you pledge, get a chance to vote. So it is no longer... A dictatorship. <laughs> My uh, the judge's vote will count for but one, I believe, and then yeah, we'll go more or less. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you to Kevin Corby for that. You can also leave us a comment, ask us a question, uh, and find links to all of our stuff on our website, revisionistpodcast.com. Uh, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and review the podcast on iTunes. Yeah. I say it's not a dictatorship, but really, since you have to pledge to get a vote, it's kind of a kleptocracy. Yeah, I was going to... Well, we don't say that part in a kleptocracy. You don't let it on. You just call it a republic and just, mm-hmm. just keep moving forward. Trenchant. Trenchant commentary. Mm-hmm. Before we leave, Rachel, uh, you are going to be at the Oriental Theater coming up January mm-hmm. 12th. Yep. Uh, ben Kronberg is headlining. He is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Recently featured on a Slim Jim commercial. So, oh, pretty big I have deal. not seen have that seen one it? yet. Oh, man. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> He's exactly who you want representing Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> like, in terms of Slim Jim commercials, where does it rank in the hierarchy? Uh, I have... 
Gotta say my knowledge of Slim Jim commercial history isn't great. We'll uh, have to have you back for our Slim Jim commercial episode. I was going to say, yep. new segment. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the Macho Man Randy Savage era. And the, wow, well, I know more about Slim Jim commercials than anyone needs to. <laughs> Um, I mean, everybody's thought process goes Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ben Kronberg. That's the natural progression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I that's mean, probably Ben Kronberg's natural progression in Slim Jim history. Yeah. Just that's what he has taped on his vision board every morning. Yeah, <laughs> a picture of Macho Man, Randy Savage, <laughs> snapping into a Slim. Over Someday. his mirror, he has put a poster of <laughs> Macho Man, Randy Savage. <laughs> that's why his hair always looks like it does. Um, <laughs> but Rachel, you're also one of the members of Pussy Bros. I am, yep. Uh, with former guests Chrissy Bugley and Janae Burris yeah uh, like the best comedy team in town thank you so much and uh, you are always worth seeing wherever listeners can find you that would be great yeah I run shows we run Pussy Bros runs shows first Fridays uh, at the Comedy Room Room in Denver it's great and Zach uh, Stage of Fools is continuing Ongoing. a pace uh, yeah I think the day this airs, perhaps the day after, you the first episode that was recorded live and in person with both hosts will be released. So mm-hmm. that was fun and enjoyable. I think it's episode 304. So okay. and not 304, season three, episode four. And again, uh, Stage of Fools chronicles ease the, ex- the, the extras. Uh, the Royals. Yes, a terrible show that decided it had the right to name every episode after Hamlet. Wait, really? Yes. Wait, a line from Hamlet. They're still doing the that. the title of every single episode of the show. Yeah. Are they still like anywhere close to Hamlet? No, of course not. Okay. Because I just saw the first season, and they and were man, like, "And man, the villain just got his confidence back by fucking a body double of himself." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this show again. I gotta catch up. That's amazing. Oh, okay. Stage of Fools. Uh, well. Listeners, uh, I think that'll do it for this episode. Uh, Rachel, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Uh, For everyone here at The Revisionist, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. Have a good time. Have a good time. (laughs) Out with the bang. Gonna get the gunshot (laughs) next episode. (laughs)